and welcome to the Lactation Land podcast. I am your host, Alex Wachelka. I'm an international board certified lactation consultant, mother of two, writer, speaker, educator, and passionate about all things pregnancy, birth, and feeding babies. I'm here to guide you through your lactation journey and provide you the evidence-based information you need to make the decisions that are right for you. This podcast is a blend of education and support for parents and professionals. And if you're ready to learn more about lactation and breastfeeding on your terms, and I can't wait for you to join me. Hello, welcome back to today's show. I'm your host, Alex Wachalka, International Board Certified Lactation Consultant. And today I'm going to tell you about how I just had mastitis. <laughs> I experienced mastitis with my firstborn when he was somewhere between six and 12 weeks. It sucked and I never had to experience it again. I didn't have any challenges or underlying conditions. There really wasn't a situation that was going to lead us to mastitis again. I am now 15 months into my second nursing journey and I thought for sure there's no way I'm going to be experiencing mastitis because I know exactly what to be doing to make sure that it's not happening. And just a few weeks ago at the time of this, as at the time I'm recording this, it's been just a couple of weeks, I ended up with mastitis. And the way that it happened was a little unconventional in a sense. So it's not the typical way that I'll see with my clients, but rather my toddler kicked me straight in the chest. He kicked me right in the boob. It hurt so much. And I honestly didn't think anything of it at the time other than like, oh my gosh, this hurts. And that was kind of the end of it. It was in the middle of the night. And so that was on a Thursday night. So then the next afternoon, I had a little bit of discomfort, but I thought, ooh, like it's just kind of sore. Like he kicked me pretty hard. Uh, My nipple was actually sore and I was like, this seems a little weird, but I figured it was because he kicked me. But he kicked me so hard that he likely damaged the delicate breast tissues and it was leading to swelling in a lactating breast that starts to narrow the milk ducts. And now we are in a situation that can start to progress. So by, so that was around two o'clock where I was really feeling the pain by like three thirty, four o'clock. I was really tired. I was feeling really exhausted. Like I didn't even have enough energy to cook dinner. I was like, we're just going to get takeout. I'm feeling really tired. I was starting to feel really cold. I was like, oh man, I'm getting sick. And my oldest has been sick. He's in school. So if you have children in school, you know that they're kind of sick on and off. So I was like, oh shoot, I'm getting his cold. And so then the evening went on and I just kind of started to piece things together because by 7 p.m. I felt like I had the flu. I had that pain still. My boob was really sore. It felt like it was almost bruised. I had chills, like intense chills. I was starting to get body aches and I didn't have a fever, but in that moment, I realized what was going on. I was able to piece it together and thought, okay, great. This is exactly what's happening is now I am starting to get mastitis. And it happened because of the inflammation that was going on. Mastitis is an inflammatory condition of the breast. So it does have the potential to become infective, but not every single case of mastitis absolutely requires antibiotics for it to go away. 
And in my situation, for example, we're 15 months postpartum, like latching is under control. There's no issues. I don't have any nipple damage. There wasn't these risk factors where there could be an infection. So I thought, okay, I will break out my toolkit that I use to help manage mastitis and help get myself back to normal because it, if you've never had mastitis, if you're listening to this and you've never had it, I have described it myself and I've had clients and friends describe it as feeling like I've got hit by a truck or hit by a bus. Like it is the flu escalated or the flu, it, it feels more intense than the flu partially because you also have this tiny human that you need to be caring for. And so I think that's why it feels more challenging, but I mean, the flu sucks and mastitis is, it just sucks. You feel exhausted. You have chills and body aches and a lot of these other symptoms that go along with the flu. So as an IBCLC, the way that I handled my mastitis helped me clear it within 48 hours. So within 48 hours, I was I was feeling back to normal. So I went to a, I went from a point of chills, exhaustion, um, I even had a headache, to back to myself within 48 hours. So the first thing that I do when I have mastitis is I have a shower. And I don't have a shower to put heat on my breasts. I have a shower to warm up my body. So for me, the chills really get me. Everyone's going to experience it differently. But for me, I just can't with the chills. So I get in a warm shower just to help warm my body up. I'm not doing anything in that shower, like aggressively massaging my breasts. I'm not trying to hand express. I'm actually not removing any more milk than I normally would. So I would just allow my toddler to nurse as usual rather than trying to get milk out of the breast because what's actually happening is the milk ducts have narrowed because of inflammation. So if you think of a garden hose and when you squeeze that hose, you you know you put a kink in it and the, the water can't flow anymore, you haven't you've just narrowed down the pathway for the water so it just can't flow as well. So that's kind of what's happening for those of you who like analogies. So I had the shower to help warm my body up. And then I use lymphatic drainage massage. I really like using that because there's swelling going on. We want to get that fluid back to the lymph nodes. Our armpits are a high concentration of lymph nodes. So I use lymphatic drainage massage as well as a technique called breast gymnastics. This was coined by Maya Bowman. She's an international board certified lactation consultant. You can look her up. Um, I'll link that, that stuff in the show notes, but her technique is also a form of lymphatic drainage. So moving this fluid around. So I was doing that. I was resting as much as I could. We have two little kids. Thankfully, my husband was home. I was drinking lots of fluids. I was, uh, I went to bed early. So my put my toddler down and then, um, I think by nine o'clock I went to bed and I knew that that would give me a couple of hours before he woke up again. So I went to bed early, tried to get some sleep, some extra rest, And then that was just sort of a rinse and repeat, allow him to nurse as usual for my own comfort levels, get, you know, the showers or warm blankets or whatever I needed. Lots of lymphatic drainage massage. So kind of every couple of hours I was doing this. And then the morning, so now we're into Saturday morning from when this happened, I actually used K-tape. So that's a physio tape. I used it on my breast just to further enhance the lymphatic brain, lymphatic drainage and bring the swelling down to help, help it heal faster. 
And by Saturday, I was back to myself. So what's most important in this situation with like with mastitis is to know that there's there's inflammation happening that's narrowing the milk ducts. So if you start to feel areas that are really firm or sore and people start to think, you know, there's a clog there, it's not actually plugged with milk, but rather the milk is unable to travel down through the ducts as easily because they're swollen. So the swelling needs to come down. So my personal preference is just is a manual approach with gentle therapies like breast gymnastics and lymphatic drainage massage. The old way of treating mastitis, and depending on where you are in the internet, you might still be coming across this, was putting lots of heat on the breast or like prolonged periods of heat, pump more often. Some people start to get really aggressive with their delicate breast tissue and their own massage techniques are actually further damaging the tissue. So the Academy of Breastfeeding Medicine has a new protocol and their protocol is basically breast rest. So don't pump or hand express any more than usual. Use Advil for inflammation, use ice to bring down swelling and Tylenol for pain. But this doesn't fit for everyone. So that's what's part important for me in my practice is making sure that we're doing what is best for you, what's best for the client. How do you feel? So for me, Tylenol and Advil, we don't even have any in the house on a regular basis. So they're not a, a usual part of my routine. I didn't have pain that I couldn't tolerate. Um, but if you are someone who those are a regular part of your medicine cabinet, those are safe for breastfeeding. I'll link the information on that in the show notes. But ice, for example, so using ice after, after you've nursed, you can put ice on the breast like a cold pack. For me, that wasn't going to feel good because of the chills. I didn't want to add any more cold to my body, so I opted out of it. For some people, that's going to feel really good and that's going to help with the swelling. So this is where we have the protocols that say this is what you need to do, but I also need to pair that with how do you feel, what's going to make the most sense, how do you want to approach this? So for me personally, in that moment, that's why I chose to go more with the lymphatic support instead. So that's what I want you to, to take away from this. Yes, you know, ways to, to treat mastitis, but also that you matter. How you feel matters. If you're dealing with mastitis, or even if it's not mastitis and you're dealing with a different issue related to feeding your baby and you just feel like you're not getting the answers that you need, or you feel like you're, you know, you're supposed to suffer just because you're breastfeeding or someone's not listening to you, or, you know, everyone keeps saying you have to do it this one particular way. If it doesn't feel good for you, then it's not good for you. So that's what I want to leave you with today. If you have any questions for me, please feel free to reach out. You can connect with me on Instagram at Motherhood Blooms Lactation, and I'll have some more ways that you can connect with me in the show notes. If you ever want to work with me, you can find all of that information on my website, motherhoodbloomslactation.com or linked in the show notes. I will catch up with you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It would be amazing if you would rate and review this podcast, screenshot you listening to this episode and tag me at Motherhood Blooms Lactation and share it with as many expecting and breastfeeding moms as you can. You will help make such a difference in their lives. If you need extra support, just DM me on Instagram at 
motherhoodblooms.lactation and I'll be in touch.